This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am so excited to be here today with my dear friend, Chrissy Powers. I know you guys are going to love this episode. Chrissy is talking to us about how past trauma and anxiety can affect our motherhood journey and how we can release it from our bodies so we can live life more joyfully, feeling more connected um, with our kids and just calm in our everyday parenting walk. So um, I know you guys are going to love hearing from Chrissy. Chrissy is a trauma-informed license and marriage licensed marriage and family therapist and she just brings so much wisdom to the table um she is just always very vulnerable and honest and real about her experiences in life which i think is so um so beautiful right i always connect with people who are willing to be vulnerable and real and so when i wanted to talk about this subject of um, past traumas that i think so many of us carry around that we never really give light to or give the attention that it deserves for healing to take place. So many of us have that in our past. But I love Chrissy's um, bring Chris bringing Chrissy on to talk about it because she kind of is this perfect mix between having the clinical training, right? Because she's a therapist um, and she's she has the trauma training and and she's gone through so much of that formal education and she's a practicing therapist now. She can understand the psychology so well. And then she also has the real life experience that she she tells us, um, for example, a story in this episode about a trauma that she experienced as a young mother that just really rocked her world. And, um, but she tells, you know, she's very open and honest about it and um, the crippling anxiety that she went through for years and years and still even struggles with to this day if she doesn't make sure she's taking care of herself. I think it's just going to really encourage um, you all to do the same, to make sure you're stepping forward to take care of yourself. Um, And just to know that you're at choice, right? You know, no matter what you step into, just know that uh, the dividends are massive. When you actually start to peel back the layers of the onion, so to speak, and expose some of the parts um, of your life that you you would rather not look at, (laughs) but really you know when when you sit down and you give yourself some quiet time or, you know, after you lose your temper with your kids or you spend a day feeling anxious or depressed, you realize that there probably is a pretty big association with some things that happened to you or that you experienced growing up with some of your behaviors and tendencies today as a full-grown adult. So within the Your Infinite Life weekend courses, we do a lot of work around um, limiting belief cycles. We do a lot of work around protection behaviors and switching those into learning behaviors, which work so much better for us parents. Um, but you know, that work is beautiful. So you make sure you check them out, yourinfinitelife.com. I'm always at the Freedom to Be San Diego course twice a year. So if you want to hang out with me, 
come and roll in that course. I'm always there. Um, but you know, I think you'll leave this episode today just feeling like you're a choice. Like if you, if you need to step in and get some support to release some anxiety and trauma from your body, that you have options. You can move forward with Chrissy's program. You could try out the nonlinear movement that she does. You could step into a personal development weekend course that Your Infinite Life offers. You can move forward with um, Fresh Start Family Curriculum, um, even going through the Foundations course and becoming a member of the Bonfire Membership Program. I mean, we we do a lot of vulnerable discussions around things that may be holding you back from being the kind of parent that you really want to be. So today's episode, enjoy it, you guys. It's just all about digging deep and uncovering what could be underneath some of your tendencies so you are able to operate from your true magnificent self. And isn't that what we all want? We all just want to wake up each day and not have unknown factors holding us back from feeling connected with our kids or unknown factors that we weren't even aware of that are holding us back from actually being able to be patient with our children when they spill their milk or trusting that they're going to be okay when we send them off to school for the day or that they're going to be able to listen when we're not hovering over their shoulder, but that's what we all want, 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 right? So without further ado, enjoy this episode. Thanks as always for listening. Families, I see you, I admire you, and I love you all. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families. Let's talk about trauma with Chrissy Powers. Chrissy Powers, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Hi. Yay. Thanks for having me. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So thanks for agreeing to do this training with us about how past trauma affects our parenthood journey and how to release it. So a few, gosh, it was just probably a month ago, I started to um, see that you were talking about this incredible nonlinear movement work that you were doing. And I was so interested to learn more. And as I've learned more about it and um, actually did a class with you, I realized this was something that that I really want to help facilitate getting into the hands of parents around the world because this is really, really powerful. But let's start off, Chrissy, by talking about um, if you can help us understand what is trauma, and we're going to talk more about how this relates to how this comes up in, um, you know, turns into like, can turn into anxieties that show up in our parenthood journey or behaviors or knee-jerk reactions, right? I think so many of us, um, when it comes to our parenting journey, have a lot of, you know, for example, if, you know, (laughs) we want to stop yelling and by like 8 a.m. we're yelling already in the morning and we're like, what is wrong with us? Or we have reactions to our kids or especially with like siblings fighting that comes up to me a lot where um, there's a lot of like, seems like knee-jerk reactions that I've um, enjoyed exploring over the last decade of my life as a parent to try to figure out, okay, what is the root cause of what's going on here? And lately when I, you know, started working um, with you and your nonlinear class, I realized that there's a lot underneath of it. But I think it would be good just to start off with what is trauma? Can you explain to us what that is? And um, let's start there. 
That is a really good question because most people think of trauma as just like a car accident or a soldier coming home from war that has PTSD. And I, through my own personal journey, got so fascinated with trauma and learned that trauma, as my mentor, Michaela Boehm calls it, she says it's the the crap that happens to you. And yeah. I thought that is such a good definition because it doesn't pinpoint trauma as just one thing, but also um, trauma, I like to kind of categorize it into two ways, trauma A and trauma B. And trauma A is um, the things that you should have gotten but didn't. So a lot of us in childhood um, didn't get things from our caregivers that we should have gotten. That can actually be a trauma. And then there's trauma B, which are the things that should have never happened to you, like mm. a rape or, um, you know, abuse of any kind, um, you know, being in a car accident, any, seeing anything that's really um, detrimental to your um, personal safety or someone that you love that, and watching that. Um, yeah. So that, that those are things I like to categorize them in those two ways of things you should have gotten but didn't and then things that should never happen to you that did. Right. So in a nutshell, that is what trauma is. I love it. And I don't love it. Nobody loves trauma, but yeah. <laughs> That's a good, easy to understand definition. And yeah, yeah I, and um, it's important families as you're listening to this training with Chrissy today. Uh, uh, Chrissy has a podcast called Sure Babe, and she had an incredible episode with her, her mentor, Michaela Boehm, um, who was the inventor of nonlinear movement, right? Um, right? And that's episode 59. So you can go listen to that. And Chrissy goes into so much more detail, um, you know, with Michaela Boehm about everything that we're talking about today. And um, that's a really, it's kind of a, um, a great supplemental uh, training for you guys as you're listening to this also. So keep that in mind. So, and okay, that's, so that's helpful to, to think of that. So I think um, we all can think of a lot of things that happened to us when we were younger and, um, and that were really jarring, right? Like that were, um, and, I, and I, I like also in that episode, Chrissy, you and Michaela talked about how just because everything turns out okay, doesn't mean that it wasn't trauma. Right. Yes. So like I can think of situations where um, like a few, for example, where um, like there was a time when like my my parents and my brother, I had an older brother. He was about five years older than me. And he you know, I feel like a lot of the reason I became a positive parenting educator is because I watched what happened with him as he grew up. He I believe he was a power kid to his core and no one quite understood what to do with that, especially back in the 70s and the 80s. They were like, oh, my gosh, he's just crazy. And really, I'm like, gosh, he was probably a massive power kid. And um, nobody just nobody really knew how to empower him and how to channel that energy or redirect his misbehavior. But there was like a lot of fighting that would happen with my my parents and my older brother and he became very very physically aggressive as we got older and um, I just remember like memories that were very when I think about them now are like very jarring where <laughs> I mm -hmm. feel like that would probably um, be something that was traumatic um, or yeah. yeah or like even like running like I remember running these memories that come up when you're older right like running around the house being chased with my my dad and he we had like a paddle in our house where it was like a wooden paddle that you got wow. spanked with and I remember running around and almost like it's a little bit of a um a like a funny memory but I know that there's something underneath it there that's not good <laughs> Because I, right. I also remember, like, there's just so many things that pop up. And so as you're listening to this training, maybe you can think of some things, too, where you're like, whoa, 
that was an intense memory. And even if it turned out okay, it doesn't mean it wasn't trauma. And then the last example I can give is when I had a C-section. So my first daughter, Stella, was born. um, And this is actually what caused me to want to do class with you when I started hearing you were teaching about nonlinear movement and how that can help us move trauma out of our bodies is when I went to have Stella... Um, you know, I thought everything was like going to be this, like, you know, I had my birth plan. It was my first kid. Like everything was going to go as planned. And it was so awful. It turned into an amazing, uh, um, an emergency Mm C-section. They had to knock me out. So I was an absent birth. I had a torn placenta. And I mean, there are so many more layers to the story, but like I was um, on the surgery table. They had forgotten about Terry in the hallway. And I was like back arched on the metal table because I could feel them cutting me. And (gasps) the the anesthesiologist was nowhere to be found. And because like, you know, they get lost when the hospital gets busy. Like they have to, if they're in a room, like, or if there's only three on staff that night, so they couldn't find them. So they just had to like put the the gas mask on me. And I woke up and to Terry still holding Stella, our newborn daughter, just going, whoa, what happened? Because it went from zero to 60 in like two seconds. And, um, and I literally after that was like, whoa, I realized that I probably could have lost my life. Stella almost lost her life. But afterwards we were like, well, we're fine. Mm-hmm. We're I fine. I was just going to say that's such a great example of, but my baby's here and now everything's happy. Yeah. But it's not. And it's so many women struggle with that. So thank you for sharing that because even one of the um, people in my class when I got trained, um, she, she was getting trained with me. She was there and she you know, said that was her experience was she was trying to deal with this trauma of childbirth and how scary it was. And it was a similar story. So I think that that is such a good example of how we say, okay, but we're fine now because I'm alive. And that's not the case. Like your body literally um, received that message that I'm in harm. I'm not okay. I might die. And even though your brain tries to override it and say, oh, but that's childbirth and I'm here and they saved my life and my daughter's here. Your body doesn't remember it like that. Yeah. And so that's the crazy thing with listening to our bodies when we're able to finally do that. Um, you have to give, you have to honor your body and say, oh, my poor body went through so much. I mean, I didn't even have that traumatic of a birth with Ruby, my latest, my, my latest, <laughs> my last <laughs> daughter, um, my last child. Um, but going through t- transition and thinking, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to die. I you know, when they handed me to her, I was Mm. like, it was a, it was a great moment, but I was still like, am I alive? Like, right. (laughs) I just can't believe I went through that. And then all of a sudden I'm supposed to be happy. And I, you know, at least I know, like I can give myself permission to feel what I feel in the moment. Um, and know that it's okay that I'm not a bad mom because I have issues with, you know, the moment I just went through or because I have issues with my childbirth, like yeah. experience. I think if we can give ourselves grace for all of those experiences and really listen to our bodies, we're going to be much better parents. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. 
timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Yes. And when we're going to talk more about this idea of like, how does it get stuck in the body and embodiment here in a second? But it's like, I know, you know, there's so many different parents that are listening to this training right now. And there are so many different experiences, right? Like those are just some mm-hmm. examples of mine and, and Chrissy's and and um, Chrissy, you know, has a, a incredible story um, of how she's been healing from a trauma that I think you'll tell us here in a little bit, Chrissy, but yeah. also like families, you might, you know, you might remember from your childhood, um, like really, you know, memories that are really intense that you might have tried to like forget about when you were little. And then now it's like I had a, a member, a bonfire member just last week come um, ask a question. She because we like pride ourselves on being very vulnerable at my in my bonfire membership group, because the more vulnerable we can be with each other, the more we can get to the root of like why what's really going on in our home so we can actually you know, redirect children's misbehavior. We can redirect our own behaviors. So we are getting to a place where we feel like everyone is able to, um, you know, act with integrity, have healthy relationships, make amends, all these things. But she so beautifully and vulnerably asked a few a question a few weeks ago where she said, hey, how does it work with like stuff from your own childhood? Because I'm realizing that something happened to me when I was little. She said, um, you know, and it's, and I know that I feel like I'm realizing now that it is massively affecting my parenthood journey with my three boys, especially with Mm -hmm. my oldest, if I'm worried he's being unkind or is going to hurt his little siblings. And what she shared was that she had a father who was super um, verbally and physically abusive to her mom. And, um, you know, her mom 
tried to leave a few times and then she tried, you know, tried to commit suicide when um, this uh, mom was eight years old. So that's like another example of like a really traumatic event that obviously for that mom when she was a little girl, like her mom was okay. She she didn't. She, her mom is still here to this day. She's okay. But that to like a child is a very jarring event that stays yeah. in the body, right? Or like there's a lot of people listening yeah. who maybe there's a past um, of sexual abuse or physical or verbal um, aggression in the home or just a lot of like yelling and screaming. Like, um, I think just that in itself can set you into that fight, flight or freeze mode that I, I heard you and, uh, Michelle Boehm talk so much about, or Michaela Boehm talk so much about during your episode. Um, but tell, talk to us a little bit more about like these, these times that like create this, like fight flight or freeze like mechanism in our body and how it, yeah. how it gets stuck like what happens that it's like we it feels like we're through it like you know we yeah. we grew up we don't live in homes that are like that anymore we don't yeah um but how how like it's still stuck it feels like once you realize yeah that's such a good question um and when you were talking, I was thinking of um, something I had read from the holistic psychologist on Father's Day, and she said our parents have their own trauma un- and unmet needs, which as a child, we interpret that as our fault. And as an adult, we can take a step back and say, wow, that was never mine to carry. And mm. so... I just love that picture of being an adult and finally looking at your inner child and saying that was never yours to carry. That was their trauma. And so it starts there. Um, But also we need to recognize that what we're dealing with now in the world we're at um, trauma is at an all time high. Like our, whether you say, you know, I'm fine. I still have a job. um, Whatever is happening we are all heightened right now. So, um, so we need to give ourselves extra grace to say, okay, like how can I listen to my body right now? Um, and that's why, you know, this is such a great time to be talking about this and also, um, learning about ways we can remove trauma from our bodies, like nonlinear movement. But, um, essentially, what's happening in our bodies is something called immobilization. So we've all probably seen the discovery channel and we watch the helpless gazelle run from the tiger or, you know, yeah. um, the, the lion. And we, we think, Oh my gosh, they're going to, they're going to get it. They're going to get eaten. And then every once in a while, they'll show you one that like gets away. Yeah. And, um, in it, what it looks like is like the animal sometimes looks like they're dead and then, um, they freeze and essentially, so it's a, it's a tactic that animals use to um, get away from their predator because the predator will say, oh, wow, I don't want to eat something that's dead. And so they will actually pause for a second and that will give the animal, like the gazelle, enough time to shake it off. And that's important. So uh, highlight that, shake it off, right. and then run away and get away. And so I'm going to explain what that is, that process. But have you ever noticed that they go back to grazing? Even in the next, like, they'll they'll go away. And then the yeah. next moment, they'll be back with the herd grazing. And it's like, if that were us humans, we would be incapable. Of We'd be that. like we would having be... a bottle of Chardonnay or... <laughs> yeah, we would be 
numbing. We could be just catatonic. We would be like whatever, because we have rational like brains that, you know, tell us like, oh my gosh, you almost died and blah, blah, blah. And like all those things. Um, but, um, the animal can go back to living without PTSD as Mm. humans, we get PTSD. So what the animal have, we can learn from them is what they do when they go through mobilization. And I like to describe it as this. It's like the freeze is like having the gas and the brake on at the same time. So you're not going anywhere, but that engine is revved and inside Mm. your body, you are just filled with insane, intense energy. Um, and that is what gets stuck that trauma. If you do not move it out and, and so the animal moves it out through shaking and you can leave and think about this as like, this happens in childbirth. You shake right before you go through, or when you go through transition, um, your body will shake in a trauma. Um, if you're physically hurt. Um, and so, and sometimes when we cry, cause we're upset, we shake and we cry and it's like our body's response to stress and releasing of energy. So, um, to move through, um, that trauma, your body must do what it's supposed to do. So shaking, crying, moaning, like I just say, whatever you need to do in that moment to release that energy, do so. Um, but we sometimes, we just pick back right back up because of our rational minds. We just say, okay, I'm fine. I got to get back to work. Okay. That happened. I got to deal with it. Um, and we don't listen to our body and our body is, you know, is either in freeze mode. Still a lot of women struggle with free freezing, um, more than men for some reason. Um, um, yeah, we get stuck in that fight or flight freeze mode. And so, that's because we haven't learned to listen to our bodies to release that energy. So that's why I always say, like, I look at the animal and I'm like, how do I release that energy inside of me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that that does come up so much in our parenthood, right, is is the fight, flight, or freeze. So it's like I loved, um, again, on that other episode you did where I heard Michaela talk about the fight is almost like if you're, like, ready to take someone's head off. <laughs> That comes up all the time in our parenting when we just get so angry at the kids, right? Or the, yeah. um, the you know, like the flight is like running away or like you're, you could lift a, a car off your baby, like a, you know, a, a huge truck. Like you would have that type of strength that just comes over you from nowhere. And then um, the freeze just makes you hunker down in place. And like, I feel like in parenting, that looks like, you know, withdrawing or giving up or giving in or feeling hopeless or just... Um, just never getting out of bed or, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, yeah. I, I'm just always interested to like, look at like where it could be showing up in your kind of everyday life. And you not even realizing that it's stuck trauma from the past. Does yeah, that make sense? I can, I can give a quick little example, like, cause I returned to therapy, uh, myself after having a traumatic incident where I couldn't find my son for about 10 to 15 minutes mm, yeah. um, to the point where we thought he was kidnapped. And then someone in a really bad case of mistaken identity said they saw someone take him. And so then we called 911 and I froze in that moment. And I had mm. a lot of guilt, guilt over that. I thought I should have still been looking for him. I should have still been opening doors. I should have, you know, all these things. And I just couldn't, I froze the ground fell out beneath me it felt like I wanted to throw up. I became like a, the most primal version of myself uh, in that moment. And so 
I went back to therapy. I mean, years of just try, getting on this journey of like, I went to certain, you know, a few different treatment centers and uh, like intensives, not treatment centers, a, yeah. a few like weekend intensive places that actually were just so wonderful. But um, then, you know, back to therapy to do some of this real work that just kept coming up for me. I kept getting stuck and frozen in that feeling of like, I'm going to lose my child. I'm going to lose something big in my life. And um, and that is what actually led me to non nonlinear movement. And I just loved it so much because I could process on my own and know that even if I didn't rationally think about I'm releasing something, I knew I was because my body was releasing something that needed to be released for, for years. But in therapy, my therapist said, you know, because I had intense anxiety that had developed with <laughs> because of this trauma um, and it manifested manifested in ways like I got, you know, afraid to fly. Um, mm. I could, would freak out on a playground if I couldn't see my kid, like, um, in the inner tubes, you know, like the slides that are <laughs> looking yeah. like inner tubes. So I, um, just became really distrusting of other people watching my kids and, um, and still to this day, it's a struggle. So I know it's something I'm going to have to be working on for, you know, probably forever, but, I feel like I now have a method that helps me to do that um, on a daily basis. But um, when I was in therapy, my therapist said, you know, that's not just the cause of your anxiety. She says, that goes back to childhood. Wow. And I said, really? Like, why would it, how did I develop anxiety as a child? I never thought I had it. And so we went back and we talked about like how my parents parented me. And my dad was very authoritarian, which you guys probably all know is like very, very, um, kind of strict, kind of scary, but like, you know, I love my dad. We have an amazing yeah. relationship today, but he wasn't around a lot. And then when he was around, it was like, we were all hyper vigilant on edge. Like, are we going to get in trouble? Is he yeah. going to spank us? Or, and I just, and then I learned, oh, to be safe, you can be perfect. You have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I internalize that. And she labeled that as how, anxiety provoking that is for a little child we don't even know as children that we're developing that but we are because we're taking that on and trying to figure out how do I stay safe um and you know from a caregiver that's that's huge like to try to stay safe and perfect for them is is can develop anxiety depression as an adult heck so, yeah oh my gosh yeah that is a beautiful um upper, like an example of different all different types of help getting you to yeah. a place where you're able to see the full picture right to then know yeah. that there are things to help you get out of that right like I love how because I we've done um I I am a life coach too and do so much work with a company called um, your infinite life training and coaching company and weekend courses that we do help like help people shed limiting beliefs I mean it is incredible what we do in these weekend courses and it's a lot of like, um, you know, you're working together. It's almost, it's not, you know, it's similar to therapy, right? Like you're working with someone, they're helping you, you're, ex you're uncovering things, you're examining them, you're working through them. And then nonlinear is like this beautiful self-guided practice. I know we keep like teasing mm -hmm. nonlinear. We're going to get there in a little bit. We're first talking about anxiety and trauma, but it is such a beautiful complement. And then to also have it start helping you like just start to look back at your history and go, okay, well, where was there times in my life that could have 
been a little like crappy, <laughs> like Michaela Bowen yeah. says, like the crap that happened to me. Like, where yeah. are some points that weren't just like hard, but like, whoa, that was crappy. Like that was sh- like crappy. <laughs> Let's just call it crappy. That happened or- to me. Well, hey there, families. How many of you would say that you feel like you have a kiddo that is very strong-willed, very sensitive, very challenging, (laughs) any of those? Yeah, I see a lot of you raising your hands. If you're wondering how the heck to parent those kiddos that are always giving you a hard time pushing limits and displaying challenging behavior, I've got a gift for you today. It's my free strong-willed guide and worksheet to parenting these kind of kiddos with integrity. And I promise you it's going to give you loads of support. You can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash strong-willed kids. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash strong-willed kids to grab your free guide now. Enjoy. Yeah. Or even it does not have to be crappy. It could just be like, I, why my parents didn't know how to meet my needs. They couldn't attune to me. Like I always felt like I was too much because I was so spirited and my mom and dad were kind of like, what do we do with this girl? And I'm like, that wasn't necessarily their fault. They did the best they could, but it still was kind of like in the moment, like, I was misunderstood a lot. So I yep. attribute that a little bit as trauma, even though it wasn't necessarily crappy. It was like, well, yeah, I got to work through that now as an adult. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's that's such a, a cool, cool story. Um, I love that Chrissy. Beautiful. So, so yeah, so it's so fascinating to look at that. So the fight, flight or freeze mechanism is baked into our beautiful God designed bodies as a, as to help us, right? Like it's, it's, it's not a bad thing and we don't like, it doesn't need to be turned on all the time in our modern day living, especially with parenting because, um, it just, it's not necessary. Right. So, um, I love it. I'm trying to see what else we had in our notes here about, um, yeah, those tools were helpful back in the day, but not really helpful now. Um, when those things happen, so when things happen to us now, there's a chain reaction of adrenaline that gets remembered in the body, which then I think yeah. gets triggered all the time when we're raising young human souls that can bring up either old trauma if we haven't like actually worked it out. So it's just it's yeah. deep, but it's really fascinating. Yeah. It really is fascinating. Our bodies are so wise and that's, I can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, let's do Um, that. Let's talk about embodiment and this ability to listen to the body and take it into account. Yeah. Okay. So embodiment is just fully listening to your body and showing up in the moment, living in your body, which sounds like Oh, I do that every day, but it's like, no, no, no. We as we have so many distractions. We live on our computers and our phones and um we often are not embodied because we're living in the future, we're living in the past, or we're trying to do so much. So yes, it's very hard to be embodied all the time. But when we learn the practice of it, then you and you can practice it, you will learn to show up more for yourself and your body and say, Okay, what oh wow, what am I feeling today? Like gosh, yeah, that, that stomach ache is really there. Like, what is that telling me? And a lot of times that's pointing to, um, you know, something neurological, something that you're struggling with. Um, so embodiment is fully living in your body, like in the, in in that moment and, and listening to your body and your bodily wisdom and, and the body has wisdom because it knows 
I love so much that you kept bringing up that it's self-guided. It's an, it's an on inquiry approach. So it's actually allowing you to process and you to release what your body wants to release because it's trusting that your individual body knows what to do in that moment when we show up for it. Um, so aside, it's, it's so different than any other therapy I've done because, you know, in therapy, it's kind of like, you're really telling someone like, well, let's look at that. Right. Let's release that. Let's talk about that. And sometimes you're not ready to, and, or you don't know what to talk to, or you can get up in your head too much, but, um, it's really when you are embodied, you're able to listen, show up for your body and listen to it. That's as simple as it gets, you know? Yes. And, and it sounds like it, it's again, even like the more I learn with you, it still sounds so like woo woo, but then once you actually oh, do yeah. it, yeah, <laughs> this is the way I see it is like, you're so like you have, you know, let's say we have how many waking hours a day, like there's 14 or something, I don't know, 24 hours in a day, and we sleep like 10, not really, but let's just call it yeah, <laughs> um, 14 like hours, it. like, you know, and like those 14 hours a day, like how much are you actually sitting down and just like listening yes. to what your body is telling you? Like whether it's your heart, your mind, your, your tense muscles, your like aching stomach, like how are you sitting there and talking to yourself or listening, right? Like how much can you listen? And most of us are not doing that. Like we're just going about our days and we, we do wonderful things like, you know, we'll, we'll pray, we'll meditate, we'll um, make healthy foods, we'll spend time with our kids, we'll do work that is purpose driven, like, yay. But there's the, the, when I sat down with you to do the nonlinear movement, it was just like one hour of focusing on like listening to my own body and realizing how wise and like, I, I don't need, like, yes, there are wonderful people out there to help. Um, you know, you are a helper. I am a helper. We mm -hmm. love helpers of the world. And sometimes <laughs> you gotta, you gotta just talk, spend some time with yourself. And, and I was like blown away when I went through it because there was a lot of stuff that my body told me that I was like, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Thank you for telling yes. me. <laughs> oh, I love that you were so open to that and that you could even after one session realize that. Um, and I, I can't talk about it without talking about the nervous system, but let me just backpedal a little bit with the woo woo thing. I feel like sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is, is this woo woo? And then I'm like, <laughs> I am the last person I feel like that would be doing something woo woo. But I'm like, right. you know, we all need a little bit of woo woo in our lives sometimes. <laughs> and I'm yes. like, I'm going there because it works. And I'm like, but it really is, um, um, researched and studied. And if anybody wants to know the background to this, read Waking the Tiger by Peter Levine or In an Unspoken Voice by Peter Levine or even The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kirk. These are like the top researchers of trauma in the industry. Nice. And that will give you the scientific framework for why this particular method works. So even though it may That's look woo-woo cool. to some people or sound woo-woo, like I've had a few people reach out and say like, why can't you do this on your own? And I'm like, oh no, you can. This is why it's such a great, powerful method is that you can do this five minutes a day. And in my training, that's all I could do. Like I like, it's like a yoga class. Like if you go to a yoga class and you have a teacher and you do a whole hour, don't you feel so much better than if you're like at home doing a 
you know, right. doing it by yourself. That's kind of how I look at doing a class with someone, but really the practice of it can be so beautiful and personal, even if it's five minutes a day. So that's why it's such a great thing to teach people to do. Um, but it really is that it's smoothing out our nervous system. So um, our nervous system is bombarded with stress and tension every day from the work we do, from our overactive minds, um, and from our just our society and our culture, especially now, our nervous systems are on overload. So what this does, the nonlinear movement method, encourages and identifies that unwinding of patterns of contraction and stress and trauma through like you said, this non-forced movement, like this guided, you know, session of just releasing what your body needs to release that tension and those underlying mental loops that we have. So the result is a systemic self-guided unburdening of the nervous system. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me you know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Beautiful, which for sure will help you parent <laughs> with more grace, with more compassion, with more patience. When your nervous system is not a just like bound up, like 
I don't know. It's funny. It's, as I say that, I, I used to have this dream when I was a kid that like there was a um, there was like a, a ball of rubber bands and it kept getting bigger and bigger. And that's kind of how sometimes I feel like as a parent now. It's a weird nightmare to have as yeah. a kid, but I had that nightmare and it's um and and it's sometimes I feel you know like on the days where I don't take care of myself um, that I feel like this ball of like rubber bands that are so tight that it's like oh just something is gonna snap right so that is a really um yeah the nervous system is so it's so important that we take care of it because if your nervous system is a wreck then you're just not going to be able to to uh, like function to function and definitely not going to be able to to apply the the strategies that i teach here at fresh start family which rely on on slowing down and seeking to understand and having empathy and connection and assuming the integrity in others and, um, you know, just being who you truly are, which is not um, a person who is designed to yell, threaten, force, and overpower other humans all day long. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, awesome. So gosh, that gives us a really good idea of, um, you know, I know it's hard, you know, if you're if you're listening to this training right now, and you're still like, well, what is nonlinear movement? It's the kind of thing where you just have to trust someone and do a class, in my opinion. Um, And but but tell me a little bit more, Chrissy, about like how many like I guess it's you said it well when you said it's kind of like a yoga practice. So is it more like a practice that you would want to keep up on, or can you do a session of classes and then instantly you know feel like something is moved through? And and I'll just say my experience real quick was just with mm-hmm. just doing the one class with you. That day that I did it, I felt so much more peaceful all day long. And then now I have an awareness to some things that I really hadn't thought about before. And so, I mean, I'll just say it if that's okay. But like, as I was going through the class with you, my body was like basically telling me like, hey, it's not your fault that like all this stuff happened in the C-section. And oh, it's so weird when you, you know, when you get emotional that it's like, it's good. <laughs> but, yes. um, but it's like, it, my body was trying to tell me like, it's, it's not your fault. It's not, um, you didn't do anything wrong. And like, um, and we're here together, we're healing together. And then like that turned into like, I have all these sports injuries from surfing and I had two shoulder surgeries from a surfing accident and, um, broke, even broke my shoulder last summer skateboarding. And it even started to like, talk to me about like forgiveness and self-compassion around that. And I hadn't even realized that I was like still blaming myself and like the things I was saying to myself about like all of my injuries. I was like, whoa, where did this come from? (laughs) And really like, I was like, I never thought about, like, I had never done anything around that C-section around like how... I thought about how I I could have done better or I failed myself or, you know, and then it came out in that and it was just really fascinating. It was uncovering that. So now Mm -hmm. I carry that with me, that self-compassion and that grace that came out during that session. I carry that with me everywhere I go because every day when I look at my daughter, my story is my daughter is like my strong-willed, amazing power child. Um, who got me into teaching positive parenting. She was the one. She's been my catalyst for growth. Who She brought me to my knees when she was three years old. I thought I was going to, oh my gosh, lose my mind as a mom. But then once I started to learn and grow, um, things, everything changed, right? But she and I, obviously, like when I, since I've done my class with you, every day I look at her, I just, I look at her different. And I'm like, hey, we're in this together. And we went through something really, really intense together where 
we both almost lost our lives and we're okay and it's neither of us ours fault but i realized that it that just there's a lot more that extended from that experience in regards to like how i work with her how i'm like why can't you just do what you're told or you know it all kind of goes back to that experience a little bit um so it was just a it was just a very interesting thing that it was like unraveling all these things that I just really enjoyed listening and there was emotions involved and um, it was really mm-hmm. beautiful. But so I got a lot out of just one session, but is it something where you have to do more and more or it sounds like you do a continual practice? Yeah. Oh gosh. Thank you for sharing that. That's so beautiful. I was just thinking like, yes, you need to do a pleasure practice um, session with me, which it's is, you know, when you hear the word pleasure practice, you you might think something else, but it's not. It's really an, an embodiment. People are like, what is that? It's an embodiment, and it's like just really giving your body so much love and touch in the in the areas. And I was just thinking of your shoulder, and, you know, there were moments where I did a pleasure practice session with Michaela Boehm, and I just cried because I would be touching my hair, and I would be flashing back to being a little girl when you wow. would just – just indulge in being cuddled and loved or like you're someone would touch your hair or you you know it was like me giving my little girl that love that I needed and so I had powerful moments during a pleasure practice session so I should probably explain nonlinear movement is a powerful somatic method developed by Michaela Boehm over the past two two decades but it's um it's a non-inquiry approach that's basically, um, or it's an inquiry approach, I should say. So it's basically just allowing your body to open up. Um, you're moving on all fours. You're like kind of, it it has that yoga esque feel because you're on a yoga mat usually. Um, and you're on all fours and your, your eyes are closed and you're really present in the moment and you're listening to music without words. And you're either, if you're in a class, you're being prompted through a few open-ended prompts of like, what would it be like to release right now? What would it be like to allow, you know, your body to feel areas of tension and contraction and let that go? And so um, that is essentially what nonlinear movement is. Um, It has four modalities within it, moving what you feel and release, which is what I did with you, Wendy. Um, And then there's pleasure practice, which is a very beautiful embodiment practice. And then there's calling in, which is really imprinting on what you want in your life and getting a very clear vision of what you want to call in for your life. So I've done calling in sessions where I'm like, how do I want my family to be? How do I want to show up as a mom? How do I want our family to change and grow? And I've called that in because it's like, I'm going to move with that. I'm going to imprint that in my body. And so, um, it's, you know, mostly done on your hands and knees just to stay grounded. Cause a lot of times when we stand up, um, you know, you might, you see sometimes in worship like people standing up and just really crazy and getting loud and it's like sometimes you're like wait a minute is that real or not (laughs) because sometimes you're like well that person's energy is like really crazy and intense right now so it's kind of like we're keeping that in and grounding yourself so that your energy does not go up and out but it's so fun because having a teacher like me walking you through it, you can um, move in what you feel, release, and then eventually, you know, you can move onto your back, especially in pressure practice, you're all on your back, um, which is why it's so soothing and wonderful. It feels like an hour of Shavasana. Nice. (laughs) And then um, calling in can be done standing up or however you want. So having a teacher 
um, helps you walk through the whole session and prompting you. But doing this on your own once you've learned how um, is a great way to just keep moving it through your body, um, keep growing, keep releasing, and you can do it all on your own after, you know, you've kind of learned the practice. Um, so that's why it's so great to do classes with people. I'm actually developing a program that I'll launch. Um, I believe I'm going to launch July 13th where it's a six week, um, nonlinear movement method program that I can stay with the same group of people, walking them through all different modalities and help them process after. So, um, and we're going to dive in deeper to the roots of trauma and anxiety so that we can release that. Um, and so that's what I'm working on, which is why I'm like, I've done a few classes, which is really fun, but you can't jump into some of the deeper modalities in the first class, but moving what you feel and release are so powerful, which you just explained because you had that powerful moment. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So beautiful. So it sounds like July 13th, you'll kick off a six week series. And then, um, this is, this is something you'll be doing probably a few times a year, right? So if, you know, if, um, if you're listening to this training and and you'd like to do more with Chrissy and it's past that date, um, where can we, where can they find you, Chrissy? Where can they reach out if they're interested to learn more and, and do a session or do, um, a full, like, you know, full program with you? Yeah, um, all that information will be up on my website, chrissypowers.com. Um, let's see, H-R-I-S-S-Y-P-O-W-E-R-S.com. But also you can reach out to me um, and email me at chrissypowersmft at gmail.com because I do one-on-one sessions with people. Um, and so even if you're like, I can't do the six-week course, but I want to do a session with you, um, I can do that. Um, and and yeah, so beautiful. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I love everything that we've gone through in this training because you really have given us an awareness of what trauma is, what it can look like in your past, in your present. I mean, um, all of that, what anxiety kind of how it can show up in our bodies, how it can look like, how it can be a result of past traumas or experiences. And then also this is as as an option to move all of that out in your body because we don't want to let it sit where it ends up affecting our nervous system on a day-to-day basis, which when you are raising little human souls, uh, you don't want to be, you know, held down by a nervous system that is just stressed and frayed at the edges, right? So um, what it was so beautiful. And just last thing, I love that this is something that you know, listeners, Chrissy can help you do online too. So no matter where you are in the world, as you're listening to this training, um, working with Chrissy is something that you can do in your own home, right? You can, all you need is a laptop and good Wi-Fi. And uh, whether you get into a program or you just do a one-on-one session with her, it really is something that you can use to take care of yourself and process this Sometimes it can be small. Sometimes it can be big stuff that I think so many parents just don't realize is affecting their parenting walk more. Like some of them, some parents just don't even realize that it's affecting their parenting walk. And um, and then some just don't realize how much it is affecting their parenting walk. Because as a parenting educator, I can educate, I can give you strategy, I can give you um, tips and tools and coaching. And, and I do that on a, on a weekly basis for my foundations course and my bonfire students. 
parents. Uh, but really, there's so much that's in underlying, I think, within our hearts and our souls and our minds and our bodies that I can't clear out for you, right? Like you've got yeah. to do that on your own. You've got to be able to come to the table and go, hey, this keeps happening. And I, I don't know. I, I think it's time that I, I look at starting to peel back the layers of the onion, so to speak, uh, because yeah. this is something that um, that I've got to get to the root of is why can't I get rid of this habit or this this behavior, whether it's yelling, grabbing wrist, forcing, rescuing, pitying, like freezing, giving up. Like there's so many knee jerk reactions I think we have in our parenting walk that I think if we were to look a little bit deeper, there's probably something underneath there that could be released. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and I just wanted to add that if someone's listening and they're like, well, I don't really feel like I have a lot of trauma or I don't have anxiety. Um, this method, the nonlinear movement method is not just for that. It's just so good for that. <laughs> but yeah. It's, um, I can just read quickly a few of the things, the benefits of it are it smooths out the nervous system, like we talked about. It helps to process and identify emotions. It helps awaken sexual energy and sensation, um, sensual Ooh, sensation. la la. Every I marriage know. needs that. <laughs> Every marriage needs that. We'll be better parents if we have some yes. of that. Um, it helps to release trauma patterns into flow. It helps to unite mind and body and intimacy with physical sensation. It helps to create high bodily responsiveness. So you're a lot more aware of your stress and your emotions and how you respond. Um, and then it helps to open access to your bodily wisdom. So it really does help you to learn how to unfreeze and how to access your bodily's your body's wisdom. So um, I love it. that is some of the quick, like, you know, benefits, um, but they're, they really are endless. So Yes. And that, that is such a good point. That's how I, that I talk about my work at Fresh Start Family too. I say this work, positive parenting education is for every single family and human on the planet. Every, if you're a parent, you got to get in a positive parenting education class and it's really good <laughs> if, you, yes. for if you happen to have a strong-willed kid or a power kid or, yes. or if you have one that is driving you nuts, <laughs> you have to, like it's, it's really good for that. So it, but it is good for everyone, right? Like it's, there are so many benefits. The ben, the benefits are endless. It sounds like to nonlinear movement and, and I know for positive parenting education too. Well, thank you, Chrissy, so much for doing this training with us. Uh, we are so grateful yeah. for your time, and I can't wait for uh, parents who are listening to get to know you better and to get to know more about your teaching. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's always an honor to be on your show and to work with you in any way, so thank you so much. Thanks. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm 
kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.